0: You're listening to PlayStation Unchained Hello and welcome to Episode forty nine I know forty nine we're finally here Only one more away from episode fifty um this the host this week is me ben chili sterling um we also we have uh mike as you can hear from that little giggle with us this week co-hosting with me
1: giggle hey, giggle take that back lot <laughs> L- chuckle 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 manly better. manly chuckle yes manly chuckle yes um <laughs> yes i'm great. your i'm today's well I always say co-host, don't I? Every week I'm be yeah. second co-host, you're the main host, or whatever it's called. How are you doing, Ben?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm not too bad, thank you. I'm hating this weather right now. It's way too hot.
1: Yeah, it is really hot where I am as well. Yeah, it's yeah. been we've been having this for um, weeks and weeks now.
0: Bring on winter, all I say. Bring on winter.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we'll uh, be moaning about it. back fact, so it'll be too cold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to be honest, I always prefer being too cold to hot, because at least with too cold... You can put the heating on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. You
0: know, there's less, there's more options for someone that's too cold than there is too hot.
1: Yeah, very true. <laughs> um,
0: And we can, we've we also got our resident awesome person, Gary, with us this week. Hey, well, Gazza. Hey, Gazza. Gazza. <laughs> Hello. Hello, man. Gazza. How, <laughs> uh, how are you doing this week?
2: I'm pretty good. How about yourself today, then?
0: Ah. Uh, Well, I won't go over it again, but yeah.
2: Apart from that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Apart from that, just fishing on Final Fantasy, as you know. Oh, God. And we missed him last week, and I had to do all that iTunes thingies last week, but we've got our amazing, and frankly, you know, it can never be replaced, Glenn, Commissioner Gordon with us
3: this week. Hey. I didn't... (laughs) I didn't, hear all, I didn't hear that part yet. What did you say for the iTunes stuff? I, I, I tried to say what you would
0: normally say, but oh. it ended up being more of a rambly jumble of words than anything.
3: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go listen to it.
0: Yeah, you should go and have a listen to it. It, was definitely, it definitely was a thing that happened good
1: oh yeah i made sure of it because we couldn't miss that out because i i know what i i just can't say psu's on twitter i say i don't know what i do but i can i tried it three times in a row the first time and i couldn't do it so I was like right ben you're doing this <laughs> so
3: not only will you not join twitter but you cannot even say our twitter
1: no i don't know what i think <laughs> at psu or whatever d-o-t-c i can't do it
3: <laughs> p-s-u dude it's psu.com just spelled out <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but P- Unchained also has its own Twitter at PS PSUnchained. Wicked. So we're going to jump straight to the
0: news, I think, right now, because we've got quite a bit to cover when it comes to news.
3: Yay.
0: Um, uh, Relax, Tekken X Street Fire is not cancelled by PSU Star, which is normally actually Steven. <laughs> but we'll just say it's all of us. We all wrote this article together. Yeah, we all
1: write a word or so in some turns. Yeah.
0: Terms. <laughs> yeah. With a stony silence from the Bandai Namco camp and concerns that Tekken XV 5 which was confirmed in 2010, may have been cancelled, it should be a relief to many to hear that development of Namco Capcom crossover rule is definitely still in progress. Speaking during a Tekken 7 Q&A session at Comic-Con, series producer Katsuhiro Hirada, please yeah. please don't kill me if I said that wrong.
1: Katsuhiro Harada, I think it's pronounced. Ah, okay. I, I, don't take my word for it. Harada-san. Harada-san.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, confirmed the news saying that it's still in development and it's moving forward, but that's on the development side, so obviously with all the products there's a special timing that we need to have its own spotlight, so on the marketing side it's a special situation but we can say that it hasn't been cancelled so please relax, you say that, but we just got Tekken 7 announced
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, that... but
0: that's just bad timing when you want a special situation and you've just announced the next, we're not going to get this till PS7 that is right. Glenn, do you have any thoughts on this?
3: I think it might. It, it depends. It, it's really hard to completely discount some things. And I think that this is one of those things. I think it's something that's just possible. We're not going to know. We're not going to know for sure until later on. But personally, I, I think it might be. I think it might be.
0: Uh, Gary, do you, do you have any thoughts on this possible maybe existing game?
2: I think it still exists, yeah. Um, I don't know if it might get cancelled, seeing this, how long it's been since we've even heard anything about it. Um, All I'm hoping is it's going to be better than the Crab Fest we got with Street Fighter X Tekken. But... (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's, It's one of those things, like you said, it's weird that they announced Tekken 7 before giving us any more information on this one. And I'm just wondering what exactly is taking them so long to announce this one, or to even show it off in any way.
0: And finally, the most important of us all, Mike, what, what do you think about this?
1: <laughs> oh no, Gary's just as much of a Tekken aficionado as I am, I think, aren't you, Gary? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, I was really surprised that they didn't announce uh, fully unveil this game before Tekken Seven, I thought Tekken Seven would honestly be a couple of years away. So that's thrown all my kind of theories out the window. I, I do think we will get it, but I really don't think it's going to show up for another um. Uh, well, Tekken Six came out in oh nine. Tekken Tag Two came out in two thousand twelve. So I reckon it might be a case of that we get Tekken Seven is the obviously the next big Tekken game, and then it'll probably be another two no more like three years or so until we see Tekken. Uh, cross street fighter so i think it'll be a while but um i think he's working on multiple projects but um i don't know what the other ones could be but uh yeah so i think it's still in development but it is going to be a it's still a long way off definitely
0: um but while we're talking about tekken let's go straight to tekken 7 as we've been talking about it tekken 7 gets a three minute trailer confirms end of mishima mishima saga uh, Bandai Namco has unleashed a punchy new trailer for Tekken 7. Oh, by the way, this is by the amazing Mike Harrodens. <laughs> um, I don't know who he is, but obviously he has he has written a lot of words here. Um,
1: yeah, I've, I've seen, heard of him. I've heard yeah. of him. <laughs> um,
0: anyway, he uh, has unleashed a punchy new trailer for Tekken 7, fresh from San Diego Comic-Con, which I'm jealous about anyone who can go there. Uh, for your viewing pleasure, while there's no gameplay to tuck in, the trailer expands on the brief Evo trailer from a few weeks back revealing more about the game's machima centric plot. In fact, it makes clear that this latest entry in the venerable fighting series will bring about an end to Kazuya and Hi- Hiachi's increasingly complex relationship. Check it out below, which you can't because this is words. But check <laughs> yeah. the article which says check it out below. Yeah, um, check
1: it out. It's on the site. Tekken
0: Semi is drawn on PS4, PC, Xbox One and Arcade. Also I find it interesting that it uses the Unreal Engine. Um, because this guy wrote it, what what do you think about this this new trailer, Mike?
1: Um, yeah, uh, this is it's quite exciting. I thought we'd get some gameplay, but we didn't, but it still looks really, really good. But I think it's interesting that they're really emphasizing the storyline because let's face it, fighting games aren't known for their storyline. That's not really why people play them, but Tekken is Tekken has always had a very well, at first it was kind of a kind of a normal story, but it's just gotten increasingly more convoluted and complex as it's got, time has gone on. And I think that the for anyone who hasn't played Tekken, or don't have a clue about it. The Mishimas are uh, like the main characters: There's Kazuya, his dad Heihachi, and his, uh, Kazuya, Kazuya's son Shinkazama. Kazama, and they basically they all these three characters are always at each other's throats. Um, there's a devil gene that's involved in it, which is. Uh, Kazuya's got the devil gene. He passed it on to his son. Heihachi doesn't have this, though, and he's always trying to extract this this kind of power for himself because he's just an evil um, maniac, basically. He wants to, uh wants to rule the world. In fact, they all do. But, yeah, apparently uh, this is going to involve Kazuya's mother, who was thought killed at Heihachi's hands, but she's in the trailer, and it says that it's going to um, yeah wrap up the uh, Mishima storyline. So I'm guessing Heihachi, maybe even Kazuya are going to die. heihachi has been in it since the beginning. He's actually been... He's been, let's see now, he's actually been blown up, he's been thrown through a brick wall, he's been beaten up numerous times, he's been thrown off a cliff, and he still doesn't die. So yeah, I really think he's going to die this time, and I think someone else will take his place. And maybe Kazuya will as well. In fact, he's died once already, he got thrown down a volcano, but was resurrected. (laughs) See what I mean? Crazy? So yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm interested to see Kazumi, who's Kazuya's mum. That should be interesting, but... Um yeah, I just want to see some gameplay now. I just um I'm really re- ex- I'm, I'm really excited about this. I really am. I love the machemas, they're my favourite characters, so I'm hyped, man.
0: In the Tekken universe, volcanoes only make you stronger. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually they're fighting in a volcano, they're staring down each other um in the trailer in a volcano, which isn't quite Well,
0: too... I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same volcano, that they both threw each other in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 and that'd be kind of fitting. <laughs>
0: um, Gary, what's what's your opinion on this trailer?
2: Oh, I thought it was a fantastic trailer. It was very atmospheric and very well done. I'm um, I, I, just like Mike. I'm surprised they're focusing so much on the story, uh, especially in this trailer. And they, like Mike said, they hadn't shown any gameplay, which usually follows some sort of trend for them. Like, every time they've announced a new take, they show some kind of snippet of of gameplay, but this time they didn't. Um, Story-wise, I don't really know what to say about it, because, like, the way they presented the story in 6 and 5, in my opinion, was pretty bad. Like, like, if you wanted to go through the story in 6, you had to go through this 3D beat-em-up-like game, but it was so hard because the controls didn't work the same as they would in the fighting.
1: Um, yeah, scenario so you campaign. You
2: couldn't figure out how to do half of the moves with the characters, and it was just so frustrating. Yeah. But, um, uh, I don't know, like, I think they, they said they're gonna have a lot less characters than they had in the past, which I think is good, as long as they keep the core characters that have been with taken forever.
0: Now. Like Panda. <laughs>
2: yeah don't 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 do what Mortal Kombat did with deception where they got rid of half of the main roster and introduced new characters that was just terrible yeah um i i'm also very concerned about it because the game is supposed to come out this year they said holiday this year
1: I
0: yeah. think that's the arcade version gary i won't be yeah surprised. it's gotta
1: be yeah it's gotta be arcade they usually um the home version usually comes quite a while afterwards, actually.
2: Okay, I, I would hope so, because if it's coming out at the end of this year, then it's probably going to be a free-to-play game, which is a no-no, in my opinion, for this game.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, I remember you, you're not a fan of free-to-play stuff.
2: Not recently, no. No. Yeah. But, but I, am, I am excited to see how, how the story does all end. Because I, I, I think all three of them are actually going to die.
1: Yeah, yeah. Day. I've got so, a feeling as well.
0: I still
2: think it, it, the... everybody dies, maybe they'll just sit down and have a cup of tea and, <laughs> and settle their differences with words.
0: That would be, be Tekken, the Iron Word Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I am excited for it. I'm a huge Tekken fan, so. Yeah. We'll see what goes on. I am excited to see what it looks like in the Unreal Engine, because oh, I don't yeah. think Unreal Engine has been used in fighting games before, has it?
0: I thought it was used for Mortal Kombat. Was it? I thought it was. Give me a second, but.
1: Well the main oh. thing is, it's going to be a ne- it's a next gen Tekken, which is that's just got, that's got me excited alone. That fact has, you know, there's not yeah. no um, cross gen. Totally to see what it looks like in game. Yeah, because to be fair, Tekken two. four.
0: Yeah, Mortal Kombat was using Unreal Engine three. Not oh,
2: nice.
0: Well, modified, should we say? <laughs> so okay,
2: hey, well, well, I think this will be like one of the first games we see with the Unreal Engine Four, wouldn't it?
0: Pretty much, because the only one we've had is that Torchlight so far that I know of. Because there's not many games they're using it; they've mostly got their own engines this generation.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So it'll be interesting to see. They're not using an in-house engine this time, so hopefully they'll get rid of all the stupid crap they introduced in the last two two games.
0: I'm still that's stuck on my iron word tournament now. All I can all I can picture <laughs> is a team of them two two of them sat there, you you got Mashima family and then the the another family and they're playing countdown.
1: Countdown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Jin, you won a teapot. <laughs> oh, <that's awesome. laughs> oh dear. Uh oh, I I wanna make that a thing now. I want that to be in the next Tekken game. Jeez. Oh, so Glenn, what do you think? Yeah, Glenn, what do you think?
3: Uh I don't know. I'm still kinda of hooked up on Ben's thing too. I'd I wouldn't mind seeing that in the next game either.
1: <laughs> Glenn, have you played Tekken at all? I don't actually know.
3: No, I have not. Alright, oh, okay. No But uh, he would
0: play my game, so. Take that out right there.
3: I would play Ben's game. If Ben Sterling is on the cover, I will play it.
0: Oh, that would that would be that that'd put everyone off really pretty much, Glenn. Except for <laughs> a few hand,
3: literally a handful of people with... just, just a handful of people, like five people playing Ben <laughs> Sterling Tekken. Ben <laughs> Sterling Tekken. <laughs> King Tekken of the
0: Iron Word tournament.
3: Tekken Sterling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, uh, while we're talking about people complaining, uh, well, not really complaining, but polypho- poly- polyphony admits soft audio quality of cars in Gran Turismo, seeks audio experts for Gran Turismo Seven and beyond by the official Gran Turismo website. Poly see loads of words I can't say today. Polyphony. Polyphony. There we go. That's the one I said. Yamuchi san has confirmed that he is looking to recruit sound and recording engineers for future iterations of its popular car racing franchise, Gran Turismo, and amidst the weakness of some audio samples from previous games by going into some details about how sound from cars that were captured. It also doesn't help that there aren't enough people in the sound team. Uh, And the biggest problem is that the sound recording is not caught up to an increase in the number of cards, but it's sometimes something we have to do Nowadays, the equipment is started to be built smaller as well. So, Glenn, what what do you think about the audio and Gran Turismo games?
3: You know what it makes me excited for? What? Drive Club. Because <laughs> I mean, Drive Club used sixteen microphones. I'm, I'm I'm taking this straight from PSU, by the way. Uh, used sixteen microphones to capture audio recordings from each vehicle. Recordings that were so good that BMW and Mercedes-Benz AMG requested copies to replace their existing libraries. Um, wow. In fact, many, in many cases, Evolution's audio captures are the most high-definition recordings of these cars in existence. Um, mm-hmm. No filters, pure audio recordings, pure just the level of, oh my goodness, that they've done for Drive Club makes me excited to play Drive Club and see how it's all come together. And then, you know, you look at this for Drive, uh, not for Drive Club, for Gran Turismo, and it's like, obviously, things like this are not what make or break a a good racing game anyway. You also need it to be good. But, you know, this kind of makes me wonder, is it possible that Drive Club could become the PlayStation racing game in place of Gran Turismo, who has held that title for years? You know, could, could... could Drive Club be good enough to do that? Um, and could Gran Turismo be slipping enough? Like, it's noticing, hey, you know, maybe we should have done this a little differently. Maybe we should have gone for the quality in, in, in this area or that area. Um, could it be losing its footing in that regard?
0: Well, uh, I, in some ways, I do hope there's a replacement. I know I love the Gran Turismo series, but it's been around for so long, that I would love to see
3: mm-hmm.
0: a new... A new game take its throne in a way. No as much as I hate to say that.
3: That said, Gran Turismo is completely a simulator. Um, Drive Club is like a, a hybrid between sim and arcade. So perhaps saying it could possibly replace Gran Turismo is a little presumptuous. But um, still, I mean, you have one company who's gone for the utmost quality, and you have another who admits that it did not do so. It's so like, it's a so it's a simcade. It's a simcade. There you go. There you go. Or an, um, an Arculator.
0: Or an arm. An arm.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and Gary, what, what's your opinion on these, this new audio stuff?
2: I'm actually kind of sad about it. Um, I've always known Gran Turismo to be, like, the number one in everything that they've done. Like, I remember seeing videos of them recording the car sounds and all that stuff. So to hear that the quality has gone down for reasons. I don't know if like people have, left a studio or, or something, or they just need more people to record cars, the sounds of cars faster, but I, I am kind of sad to see. I think one of the things that's held down Gran Turismo is the ability to evolve. Um, it, we saw Forza, you know, they introduced like car damage and stuff to their games, and even though Gran Turismo eventually did, it did it in a very weak way. And I don't know, Just I think there there is that audience of, of just the pure sim players, but I, I do think you need a little bit of some sort of arcadiness to it as well.
0: For what, what I remember, the reason why there was so much issues with car damage was because the way um, I've, I've run myself into saying this name again, Polyphony Digital get their contracts with car manufacturers is they don't really pay any fees for using the cars but to agree to use them they have to agree to show them in their best qualities Mm -hmm. hence why there was such an issue with the damage models because that wasn't showing them in their best qualities if they're all broken up and on fire
2: yeah so maybe you know it's time to kind of change their contracts because i forza has the same cars and they have the car damage in their games so obviously pay
0: for the I think the reason why they do it is because they don't actually have to pay for the license by doing it this way. If yeah. we're all just paying for the license, they can do whatever they want to, it. they can throw it into a brick wall for all they care. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it, it's sad. I mean, Gran Turismo has been around since the PS1, and to see it kind of fall from grace. I mean, we've seen the sales of Gran Turismo decline so fast in the past you know, few iterations, and I think releasing you know Gran Turismo on only the last Gran-, Gran Turismo Six only on PS3 and not on PS4 as well was a was a big hit for them. I don't know if that had something to do with Drive Club. If they thought Drive Club was going to come out around the same time, but they didn't want to compete with each other. But I don't know. It's just it's really sad to see for me. But
0: um, and finally, Mike, what's your your opinion on this?
1: Ah. Uh well i'm not going to be of much use here because i have i've never really played gran turismo i mean i haven't bought i've never owned a single gt game in my life um, i was never into racing simulators which is a shame because they've always been one of those games that i knew i would like if i got into them because they're very you know they're simulators and there i i do like realism in those kind of games and stuff and i used to buy fvf1 games on the playstation 1 so i i don't know why i just never have the time to get into them so i don't know really i don't really how i don't really know um, I think it's there has been a decline in the sales and stuff, um, which has been a shame. I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised a number um, that GT6 came out quite... Uh, well, and I suppose GT5 took ages, though, didn't it, to um, develop. So um, I'm not really surprised GT6 came out quite soon after. So, yeah, but um, I don't know, really. I'm, I'm not really the guy to ask about GT. I mean, I'd like, I would like to think um, it will still remain relevant Because it has been around a long time, and I think that a series can stay as long as it continues to like evolve and innovate in that particular um, genre, then it will always have a place. But at the same time, I really do. I would like Glenn, I think it was Glenn said, um, it would be nice to see another series come along and challenge it and do well, like Drive Club, because I think that looks pretty good. Um, What was that about the um, something to do with the cars, the quality in the cars, or whatever?
0: The sound quality.
1: I oh, would sound quite alright. Oh, yeah, I I, I won't have a clue about that. <laughs> I haven't played enough to know.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, enough of, of us having cargasms over cargasms. over over these games. We'll better go on to our one of one of the big topics right now. Yeah. Destiny's final night tonight. Destiny's final PS4 beta event tonight. Well, in the past, <laughs> but this is the future. Future. Future past all over again. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you hear I, this it'll be over. <laughs>
0: I get now, I get to say that again.
3: Now, hold on a second because there is a new article on PSU um hinting that Bungie might extend the Destiny beta past today. Uh, yeah, past but July this 17. is
0: that's the next article, Gwen.
3: Oh, that's the next article. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: This this w- this is talking about the future past about the fact that the, uh, at 10pm uh, yesterday, last, sun, last Saturday, today um, Bungie has invited everyone to join them in an in-game event at 2pm PDT or 10pm BST or 11pm SEST. During this period and for two hours afterwards players will be able to enjoy a new moon based story mission. In addition to all those who are aligned during the period will receive a permanent nameplate reward as shown below to prove that you were at the momentous event which just says your name here, uh, which is amazing. Um, Gary, you've been playing a bit of Destiny. What what do you think about this story event?
2: Oh, I'm excited there is a new story event. Uh, I think the the, the beta only had four story missions, I believe. Four or five, I don't remember. Four. And I I think this is great. I I don't know why they're doing it as the one-time thing, though. I think they could have easily done it throughout the whole beta, Um, but I don't know. Like the whole beta to me still seems a little weird. Like they finally just let everybody play it, which they should have done in the first place because they're just handing out codes left and right. So there is really no point in the code thing. But I don't. They they said that this beta is going to have so much content in it, and to me, it feels like it has only like two or three more. Missions in it than the Alpha did, so they pretty
0: much did, yeah,
2: yeah. So, so when when they tell me it has a, a plethora of content, I don't think it does. Um, which kind of makes me wonder just how big is the final game gonna be if this is what they're considering a plethora of content in the beta. But uh, other than that, I'm, I'm not too into the whole emblem thing. I don't really care care to get it. Um, extending the beta might be good if if they keep or or they add a little more things to it, but right now the biggest thing to, to do in, in the beta is the strike missions and the Crucible PvP, in my opinion, and, and that's about it.
0: <laughs> um, Glenn, what do you think about this news, about the Moon mission?
3: Um, You know, I think it's just interesting. I mean, it's good to have a, a big finale kind of wrap-up thing, but... Um, I, I, wish it were a little longer because a lot of people are, if, if it only lasts a couple hours, like me, I mean, I, have got work later. Um, a lot of people are not going to have any chance whatsoever to play it just because, you know, they live on planet earth and they're alive. And so they have schedules and stuff to do, <laughs> you know? So I think, I think that's a mistake. I, I think making it only available for a couple hours is a bit of a mistake, um, be- just because very, very few people, relatively speaking, are, are going to get to experience it. But, um, you know, congratulations on a beta. I've been playing the beta, actually, for the first time, um, and I freaking love this game. This game's amazing, so I'm um, going to pre-order that. And, yeah, I-, I don't know. The moon mission's okay, I guess, but I- I'm-, I'm probably one of the people who isn't going to get to play it, so I feel like I'm missing out.
0: Oh, that's a shame, really. Um, oh, by the way, the the Ghost Edition sold out in most in most countries now, Glenn.
3: Oh, cool, good, because I can't get the Ghost Edition right now, so I'm just going to yeah. get the normal edition.
0: Which, I, to be honest, I would recommend trying to go for Limited if you can, Glenn, mainly because you'll get all the DLC in the future.
3: Yeah, I guess. Because I guess. it
0: it comes with the expansion packs, with
3: it? It comes with the expansion pack.
0: It comes with two.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't like spending money when I don't have a lot of money. See how um, you are. In,
0: I'd say pre-order it and then see how you are in September. If you don't have the money, then just buy the normal.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can even find it, like on Amazon. I'm looking at it now. It's sold out. Wow. Um, not even the Ghost Edition, just the limited one, sold out. What? What
0: about your local Game Stoppy or Best Buy place? Well, I'd
3: have to go down there before I can tell you that now, wouldn't I?
0: Uh, okay. Or you can do it
2: like me and just download the digital version. Yeah.
3: No, yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't like. I don't want to. won't run out of that one. If they did, I'd have I'd have some questions.
0: I'm sorry, but after 10,000 files, our game corrupts itself and won't download anymore.
3: (laughs) Corrupts itself? That's even worse. Um, Yeah, there are... I'm looking at uh, GameStop's website, and, you know, it's not my local GameStop, it's just the website. I don't even see the the Limited or the Ghost Edition at all. So... um, I don't know. I'll check. I'll check Best Buy. I'll I'll just yeah. check around, and I'll let you know if I find one during this Sweet. podcast.
0: See, Bungie, I'm I'm trying to sell a game to someone I'm all, I'm, all,
3: I'm already going to get it. <laughs> I
0: mean. Make him spend more on the game for you. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs>
0: uh, and and Mike, what do you think?
3: Uh what
1: about we covered a lot of topics there <laughs> about
0: the Destiny Moon thing, the uh, fact that is- it, it's a two-hour event and.
1: Oh, yeah, no, You're I... Um,
0: soon.
1: Yeah, that, that's disappointing. I thought they may have... I, I really think they should extend that, or I thought they would have extended that, because it's just quite... Uh, Glenn pretty much um, summed it up there. You know, people You know, people have other things to do in their lives. They've got schedules. Things can come up randomly, you know. I think two hours is a very... Is it two hours,
0: did you say? Yes, it's two Pardon? hours. In fact, yeah. it's in two hours from now, which be right. in the it's... past, but...
1: Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's a very limited time. So in fact, I probably, I'm one of the people who probably won't be able to make it because I've got other things to do, so, um, which is a shame because I really loved that game. I, I really did love the um, beta. I thought it was great. Um, I, um, but, yeah, I think they should extend it. If, new, if um, Well, no, we're going to get into that next, so I won't mention that. But, yeah, but on the topic of the, uh, the Ghost Edition and stuff, yeah, that's um, sold out on PS4 now in the UK. Yeah, so, it's um,
3: sold out on Game.co.uk.
1: Yes, yeah, so. it's,
3: it's sold out on Best Buy as well, but Best Buy.com has the limited edition. So.
1: Yeah, that was a sweet looking thing, that was actually. I, unfortunately, I waited around too long to um, uh, pre order it.
3: Check but... your local store, Mike. Now, do you, know anyone, yeah, yeah, do, yeah. do you know anyone who has gone ahead and bought the, uh, the PlayStation 4 white, uh, the, the white PlayStation 4 bundle with Destiny? Um,
1: yeah, no, nope. No one I know can afford that. <laughs> no? Oh, man. I don't think it's up for pre order yet, is it?
3: It yeah, is. It is.
0: Should oh, be.
1: Crap.
3: <laughs> what? Are you thinking of getting one? I'm thinking of having my
2: friend get it so I can just trade my PS4 for his.
3: Oh, okay. Well <laughs> no, if, he'll, I, if he'll do that, assuming he'll do that. Like he might fall in love. Oh, he will. I'll just have
2: to change the hard drive out because I want my hard drive.
3: What if he falls in love with the white one and says no deal? <laughs> he hates the white one. He wants the black oh, one. Oh, Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I I I I prefer
0: the Japanese Destiny bundle though because it says Destiny on it. It actually has a logo and everything on the actual white console. Yeah. Oh. So.
1: But there's an R one.
0: No, ours I was, is was just white. Last time you.
1: Oh, All right, damn lazy kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but while we're talking about Destiny, I'll I'll talk about the fact that. Uh, Destiny beta may live on. Possibly extension hinted at past July 27th. So while we were complaining about this moon event, there's possibly some good news for players currently enjoying the beta phase of Destiny after a hint from Bungie's community manager suggests that it may continue beyond its reported 27th of July end date. In response to Bungie's forum member, Fatalist Prophet, who was asking for confirmation about the end of the beta phase, community manager David Dagao, said it was never set in stone when the beta would end, even though they've clearly always said 27th. Anyway, the Destiny beta ends when we say it ends. Oh, God, no. No. Again, do you think flashbacks? you think flashbacks? Um, anyway, for days now, press releases have circulated that foretold of the end of July 27th, the wolf of our, our theoretical physicist, has told me that he wants some room to manoeuvre close to the conclusion of our little social experiment. So I'm not telling you exactly when. Please play until we nail this thing shut. Um, so who knows, the moon, if the bungee thing gets, if Destiny extends for a couple more days, who knows, they might redo the moon event, like they did the Iron Banner event. Or they,
3: what, they could just can't. postpone it until the actual end date, since it's designed to be the finale.
0: Or they could have two finales. That's one true. is a finale and one is an encore.
3: One is the finale to end the finale. <laughs> a
0: finale finale.
3: <laughs> an encore. An, an encore. encore.
0: Yeah. have um, we pretty much covered our opinion on this extension really, haven't we? From yeah mumbling earlier.
1: Yeah, please happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. This it's please happen. And so Glen and Mike can have a chance to get the the the, the new emblem.
3: Yes, that would be nice. Damn straight.
0: Okay, now to the I think to be honest, the the news story that I am most excited about
2: <laughs> out of
0: all the all the news stories. This is this is the the, the groundbreaking news story. Optimus Prime Transformers toy changes into the original PlayStation in honor <laughs> of the twentieth twentieth anniversary of the PlayStation brand and the thirtieth anniversary of Transformers Japanese toy company Taki... Takara T- Tomy will release an Optimus Prime toy which transforms into the original PlayStation. And it looks beautiful. Um, the Optimus Prime feature original PlayStation will release sometime next year. Also, a Megatron toy that transforms into a Sega Master System will be available for purchase this September, which I will buy. Oh, wow. Awesome. Uh, tell us it in the comments below, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what do you think about this, Mike? It is amazing, isn't
1: it? That's awesome, that is. Um, I, I love the way they're um, celebrating both, you know, two massive kind of, like, brands, PlayStation and Transformers. I didn't realise Transformers was 30 years. God, that means it's as old as me. I'm as yeah. old as Transformers. Holy crap. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, um, that no, that is awesome. The uh, You know, PlayStation is iconic. Transformers is a massive series. I think that's really cool how they combine in both universes. Um, And also the... Um, uh, ma- the Master System one is just all- even that is that is even more awesome that is I mean that's such a I re- I've got fond memories of the Master System actually that's I never actually owned that console it's the only Sega system I didn't own I owned everything else even a Game Gear uh, actually no what am I talking about no I didn't own an, I didn't own a, a Mega CD or a 32X but <laughs> I own the main ones but yeah that was that was a great little system so I think that's awesome having two um, two great consoles there or Trillus say Transformers that turned into two great consoles um uh, I expect there will be a few um, younger fans of Transformers who will be saying, what's a master system? <laughs> or something like that anyway. But yeah, that's great, man. Really cool. How much are they?
0: I don't know, to be honest. I
1: want to have a look. All right, okay. Well, I bet they probably won't be cheap by the sound of it.
0: No, that'll be
1: cheap. Yeah, maybe limited numbers or something. Who knows? Yeah. But either way, that's cool, man. That is cool.
0: Uh, Glenn, what do you think about this? Um.
3: Well, what are we talking about again?
0: <laughs> um, the amazing new Transformers figures that turn into Playstation 1 and the Megatron that turns into a Sega Master System
3: oh are they working systems <laughs> no that's what I no. thought in that case I'm not that interested just, just making sure you know I mean I, I guess they're cool for Transformers fans and for Playstation and, and console fans but for me eh, I'll pass Aww. I'll pass. I mean, how much, how much did you say they were again? I know Mike just asked, but how much did you say they were again? I, I can't find the oh, price. you can't find the price? I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of... I'm not an, I'm not an action figure guy. I'm not... I, I, I'm going to pass this one over.
0: It's sure, uh, by the way, the, when I'm looking online, the, the one I find online is the Megatron, Mega Drive Megatron. So I don't mm-hmm. know whether that's a different one.
3: yeah. Either way. Like, what what would I do? I mean, I don't buy things like action figures, because what do I do with them?
0: You look at them and go, oh, my God, that's a Transformer that turns into a PS1. <laughs> yeah, I just, well,
3: I... I just set it on my desk and I leave it alone. Like, I play with it for about two minutes. I say, hey, it's cool. It transforms into a, a, a PlayStation box. And then I just pick one that I like and I leave it there for the rest of my life. And that's it. It's gone.
1: Yeah, man, it's um, I mean, I got my I got my Edward Kenway and Connor Kenway figures right next to me here. You just you admire them, man. They're just they're, It's aesthetical, you know. You they're there. They're mm. just you know what I mean. I bought, knows what I mean?
3: When <laughs> yeah. when, when little big planet two came out, I bought my I bought the collector's edition for some reason. It was the first collector's edition I ever bought, uh-huh. and it came with two bookends and a, a like a, a plush. And oh yeah! I used the bookends to hold all my games until I moved, but then uh, until I went to college, but then the the sackboy plush is still in my closet, just sitting there. I haven't even opened it.
0: Oh wow! Well, I got mine for, I got a sackboy plush from developers for that. Oh. It's
3: very nice. Yeah, I like it, but I have no purpose for it. I don't. Just to look just, at. Just clutters my stuff. Clutters my area.
0: Well, Gary, what do you think about this? Come on, be Team Awesome.
2: <laughs> I think it is awesome. I think it is pretty cool. Um, but I'm kind of with Glenn on the fact that if it doesn't really work, I don't really need it. I mean, I can trick people with it. Oh, look, it's my PS1. And then oh, I can turn it into a robot.
3: Yeah, I mean, like if you could actually put a game in like, or even if even if it just did like digital games, even if it even if it only did um, like downloadable PS One classics and, and mini games and stuff like that, you know that that I'd go for. But just a thing that turns into a non-functional PS One box, eh? Uh. See
0: if I see. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. If it, <laughs> if it could play games, though, I want it to replace every every voice with Megatron's voice. Oh, right. Optimus Prime's voice I
3: am Megatron Yeah, no
0: <laughs> Well, Decepticons, plug in uh, Anyway, yeah. let's, let's, let's roll out to our next article They could
3: have voice commands They could be like, just like with the PS4 It's like Megatron, <laughs> well, anyway. Megatron, go home
0: Anyway, let's roll out to our first review mm. Which is ironic because I timed it perfectly with with my timing skills, it is in fact Transformers: Rise of the Dark Spark review, which was written by John Paul Jones, who's Ooh. that guy that I keep forgetting who he is.
1: He's our freelancer.
0: Ah, freelancer guy. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I've freelan- never met him either. <laughs> All I know is he has one hell of an awesome name. Yeah. Um, it's published by Activision, uh, developed by Edge of Reality. It's out now. Um, uh, I'll read a little bit about it on the face of it a game about transforming robots waging on intergalactic war with Earth caught in the middle of it should be a marvellous thing Transformers by dark, Rise of the Dark spot, however sadly stands as, as a spectacular squandering of both the license it's based on and the considerable power of the PS4 uh, so it doesn't sound like he's very happy about this <laughs> um, yeah oh. And he, oh here we go Bottom line, the aspirants, blah blah blah, you gave it a 4.5.
1: A 4. Oh, wow. Yeah. One of the lowest we've had in a while.
0: We liked the escalation mode, which I must admit I liked those in the previous games. It can provide short term fun or mud-style fun. Changing into various vehicles can add a little variety. We didn't like the visuals, are extremely poor. The Transformers handle sluggish and feel, un- well, robots, but still anyway, <laughs> uh, feel unsatisfying, and single player campaign missions are tiresomely dull. This kind of makes me sad because these this company made some pretty good Transformers games in the past, so it's a shame that they've gone downhill a little bit. Oh,
2: it, it wasn't them that made them.
0: Oh, okay, then. Uh, the, the
2: last two Transformers games were made by High Moon
1: Studios.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, High Moon Studios. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, I remember them.
0: Yeah. Uh, any any anyone got any opinions on this Dark Spark game?
1: Uh I have had uh, heard bad things about it, so I'm not surprised that we gave it a low score as well, but that's about all I can say.
0: I think what it needs is more Optimus Prime in turning into PS1s. <laughs> that is what it needs more of. Yep. Okay, our next review is Crimson Land, which is done by Alex Mashido. Um, he, re- he, he reviewed it and he gave it a 6.5. The bottom line is, the Christmas Land antique cookie-cutter gameplay doesn't break new ground at all, but beneath the copious amount of blood saturating the screen, you'll find that there's some fun to be had in the mindless mutant massacre fest. We like the fluid twin-steak and mechanics, solid local co-op, survival mode is entertaining. We didn't like the unnecessary tedious campaign, the element palette lacks variety, and the uninspired presentation and soundtrack. Ouch. It sounds... To be honest, I'm I'm a bit sick of uh, twin shooters, so I I gave it a miss because of that. I don't know about anyone else.
1: Yeah, I haven't played this game. I haven't really had a chance to play anything new lately, so um, yeah. Um, But that's cool, man.
0: Uh, Anyone else got any opinions on it? um,
2: I'm not a huge fan of twin stick shooters at all because for some reason I can't aim at all Hmm. with the second analog stick and the left one to move my character. So, Yeah. yeah, uh, not 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 a type of. I, I mean, what it, I think it's just like a horde game, isn't it? You Just kill hundreds and hundreds of enemies, and then you move on to the next level.
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn, have you got any opinion on this game?
3: Um, not really. I'm I'm kind of like Gary. I'm not a huge fan of twin sticks, but um, you know, a, a six isn't a terrible score, so I don't know. We'll have to see how it does.
0: Uh, the game I've been looking forward to buying, and I will be buying when it comes out Rogue Legacy Review, done by, again, John Paul Jones.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: cool. Yeah, I can't wait for this game. He um, gave a 9.5, a highly triumphant take on the med- Metroidvania formula that delights with its fresh take on roguelike elements. Oh, I hate the word roguelike nowadays. Rogue Legacy empowers the player rather than punishes them, and is simply one of the finest games you can play on a PlayStation platform. Oh no, aliens!
1: Yeah, someone's microphone is really. Uh...
0: <laughs> don't don't take me, aliens.
3: <laughs> that was probably me.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Don't mind Glenn; he's just wrestling with his microphone. Everyone.
0: Yeah, he's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything is fine. There is no aliens.
3: <laughs> no, no aliens here.
0: Um, we gave it. We said we liked the mixture of classic platforming and in combat, which is brilliant, responsive, and satisfying. Each playthrough feels fresh and unique. Full cross-play support and potential hundreds of hours of play. We didn't like no real variety in melee weapons. Uh, uh, so you, you think about buying this too, Gary?
2: Oh, I'm definitely gonna buy this game. I, I played this on the PC when it came out. It's a phenomenal game. It's it's hard it's hard as crap, but it is so much fun.
0: Is it only single player?
2: I believe it is. I'm not 100 percent sure.
0: That kind of makes me sad. Sad
1: <laughs> kind of panda. Uh, uh, uh,
0: Mike and Glenn, any any opinions on this?
1: Um, it sounds great. I've heard a lot of good things about this. Um, I'm not. I don't really have um, like the money to throw around at the moment because there's a few other things that I need, like outside of games. So um, <laughs> sorry, I just had to laugh at this. Um, you have read my mind, Ben. You read my mind uh, regarding Oddworld. <laughs> You've yeah, it's um, single player only. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's a shame. Uh,
1: yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that was uh yeah. Uh, that's the uh, Ben's. Uh, well, you're explaining about Oddworld in a minute, won't you, Ben? <laughs> yeah, <I> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just funny to see. Sorry, yeah, that's um. Yeah, I don't have enough money to throw around for that at the moment. I got a few other it's non game essentials to buy, shall we say.
3: Like food?
1: No, not food. It's actually, a new suit, believe it or not. Which oh, I, wow. It's pretty really needed.
3: So you can there. be more boss.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, while we're, while we're talking about being a boss, well, let's go to Carl Prowl's review of Walking Dead, epi- Walking Dead Season 2 Episode 4 Amid the Ruins review. Oh. I don't want to spoil too much because Uh, Again, make sure you play it before you kind of read this because you don't want spoilers. Um, He gave an 8.0. Amid the ruins as polished and absorbing as The Walking Dead has ever been when narrative missteps and thrown away characters diminish the impact of Clementine's growth. Uh, We like the major characters mirror Clementine's growth, more exploration and freedom, no glitches and freezes. Wow, that's very rare for The Walking Dead games. I always find glitches.
1: Yeah, me too, especially the freezes when it went in a cutscene, that's so annoying.
0: We didn't what? like it's the... It's what I
1: have problems with with all their games.
0: It's more like Walking Freeze at some points. Yeah. Uh, we didn't like the slow pace, the broader mm. plot loses steam, and spawn cast is boring, which for a, a game about a story is a pretty bad thing, actually, to be honest.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a bit worrying.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyone got any, has anyone big fan of the Walking Dead game?
1: Yes, I can finally contribute to some of it. Yes, I love The Walking Dead. Bought season one collection on Vita. I got season two on uh, Vita as well. I played through on my play through episodes one to three on my holiday, and I started it started it again, which I'm doing. And I just downloaded this episode that Carl reviewed the other day. So um, I'm on the one before it at the moment on my second playthrough. So I am really looking forward to playing this. Um, the, the the previous episode really ended on a a really kind of. Um, well anyone who's played it will know what i mean it was quite a, quite a conclusion and it really got you um excited for the next episode so um yeah i'm looking forward to it
0: oh my god um glenn and gary any any thoughts on this no it has zombies i'm not that interested <laughs>
2: <laughs> um i'm i'm a little different uh, i love the first walking dead um it took me a while to play it I bought it a long time ago and then it took like six months or something to finally play through it <laughs> after it came out. Um, I, I'm one of those guys who I'm not going to buy the individual episode. I'm just going to wait until it's all done mm. and, and buy the complete set because I don't like waiting like months to play the next one.
0: What, what's going
3: on here? I can, what? Anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: Gary just stopped talking.
3: Yeah, I think he. I think oh. the KGB found him. <laughs> so,
2: sorry, I don't. I yeah. My mic went mute for for it's a reason.
3: those
0: aliens. Yeah. yeah, those aliens from earlier.
2: Yeah. Um. Like I said, I I I wait for the whole thing to come out, and then I'll buy it and play through it because I don't like waiting like two, three months for the next episode to come out. So,
1: yeah, I can um. I know what you mean, Gary. That's what I did with um, season one. I waited till the full set came out, but I couldn't. I just couldn't wait for season two, so I just bought it straight away.
0: <laughs> I guess we'll go to the the game that obviously everyone, everyone's bought this game. Yeah, every, everyone in the world has gone. Oh my god this this year's game's out, and I must buy it. I must buy this right now. Why? I, I, I don't need that Sue. I need this game. <laughs> Just all gone out and rushed. It's why it's one Amazon's number one seller right now, obviously. It's just you can't see it because it's sold so many, it's gone back down to off the sales list. Um, Farming Simulator 2014. Uh, <laughs> this is obviously the game of the year. There's nothing I can say apart from, and basically, this this review, which should be up by the time this podcast goes live was written by some guy called Ben Twatty-Faced Hall. I don't know who he is, but he sounds like (laughs) a... Right. But he did get to play an amazing game like Farming Simulator 2014. Um, (laughs) In summary, if you're a fan of the previous titles, then Farming Simulator 2014 is a decent... uh, not decent. It's a brilliant purchase.
3: And it is also (laughs) a good
0: starting point if you fancy giving the Farming Simulator series a a spin. Having said that, it's incredibly... incredibly... the same at the same time. As such, <laughs> there's plenty of room for improvement in future games. Which, to be honest, just... <laughs> I, I, I must admit that they've announced pharmaceutical in 2015. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, pro, fun gameplay, dulled repetitive nature. Graphics have improved. Con, lack of customization in some areas. AI can still be a little bit wonky at times. Uh, he gave it a 7 out of 10, but obviously he meant 70 yes, out of 10.
1: Of course, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and he also now found out that Farming Simulator 2015 will have 15 player online co-op so yeah that's another thing that will happen
1: Is was that a joke or
0: no that is a real thing that's happening oh right <laughs> Farming Simulator 2015 will have 15 player online farm co-op Wow! you can have your friends help you with your farm
1: wow awesome they can milk my cows for me yeah <laughs>
0: It's going to be amazing. And I've already put my name down for the review for that game.
2: Oh, boy. I'm going to troll the hell out of my friends, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go destroy all their crops and stuff.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Farming Simulator 2014, goodbye. Farming Simulator 2015 in the future, amazing buy. We pre-order should. now. I, I don't normally tell people to pre-order stuff. You need to pre-order this. It sounds.
3: Yep, it, it sounds like a yeah. colossal waste of everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because the apocalypse happens, you need to know how to farm. Glenn, come on. Yeah.
3: How is that gonna? That doesn't teach you how to farm. <laughs> it's that a farming
2: simulator. What are you talking about? Doesn't
3: teach you how to that farm was... in real life. That's not the same. How oh,
0: does that? You have to. You have to buy the seed. You have to cut the. I played. To... I
3: played flight simulator growing up. I never learned. I, that doesn't mean I know how to fly a plane. <laughs> You do! Everyone does! It taught me how to crash. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> Just like Rock miraculous. Simulator tells me how to be a rock. <laughs> and Goat Simulator tells you how to be a goat? Damn right it does. This, this, has no, this is a waste of everything. Not, not a waste of time, it's a waste of everything. <laughs> That's my verdict.
0: I put 40 hours of gameplay into that game before the review.
3: You wasted wow. forty hours of gameplay.
0: It was worth every minute.
1: <laughs> wow, forty hours of your life wasted on farming simulator.
0: <laughs> it was all the. It was all worth it. Wow. Um, okay, well, enough excitement and amazing game. Well, no, this is an amazing game as well, actually. But enough excitement for now. We need to follow me. To the next review of Oddworld: and New and Tasty, which hopefully by the time this will go live, this will also go live. So, hopefully,
1: yeah, it will be up tomorrow. Sweet. Tomorrow being meaning uh, Sunday because we're recording Saturday.
0: Yeah. Okay. This was again reviewed by that strange, um, strange, confused little person called the Ben Sterling Hall, who, who who we we would love to see on the podcast one day because he's just such a crazy little person. Uh, yeah, anyway. he's never around. Yeah, just, it's like, <laughs> just like Batman, Britman. Yeah, no.
3: <laughs> Britman.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, the summary of this game is the game is a wonderful return to the Oddworld universe with A being as lovable as it was back in 1997. I really hope this game does well and we will see more future remakes by The Amazing Staff at Just Add Water. The game is worth the money. Uh, uh, the game should take around blah, blah, blah. So yes, I do recommend. Also, it has a platinum. So yeah, platinums
1: way don't want me happy
2: <laughs>
0: um, pro amazing graphics cross by is always a plus trophy spot makes you play this multiple times uh lift control flowy controls can be a pain loading screens can take a while and might feel a little short to some players because if you one of the trophies means you have to beat the game in under three hours so wow yeah Uh um, yeah odd world well, new and tasty i also want to add that um I want to give a big shout-out to everyone who joined me during the review stream as I streamed this once I could actually get working, which took me a while. Um, But I would like to mention Holly Sock and Purist Phoenix because they both helped me out a tremendous amount during the stream. Um, Sweet. So thank you, both of you. Um, The
1: the stream went well, did it, I take
0: it? Yeah, we got 120 viewers. Oh, cool.
1: So, yes... what was the score you gave
0: it? An eight out of ten. Nice. Oh, that's good, Ben. I the controls took a bit to get used to, and the price is a bit of an issue. Uh huh. Because it's um, seventeen pound ninety nine, or I think it's thirty dollars. Was it twenty five dollars? Either way, it's a bit expensive for a remake.
1: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
0: Um. So, unless you're a big fan of the series, you might get put off by the price. Also, if you live in the UK, if you buy it still until, I think it's next week, you'll get the DLC Abe outfit, and you'll get the DLC mission Alf's Escape, which will be free to anyone who purchased it in the first two weeks. But if you lived in North America, you had to pre-order it for that bonus. You can't do it anymore in North America.
1: All right, okay, fair enough.
0: So, if you live in Europe, yay! If you live in North America, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, <I> know. <laughs>
0: Um, anyone? Anyone purchased this here?
1: I haven't yet, but I really liked Abel's Odyssey. I remember, I actually remember playing a demo of it. Um,
0: oh, yeah, back in the day, official PlayStation magazine. Yeah, I think that was
1: it. Yeah, and it was like, wow, this game is like weird but really cool at the same time. So yeah, that was a big that was um, a big to- talking point when I was in school. I was I was only about thirteen when it came out. So yeah, good memories of that. Very good memories. I like to see um, I like to see them do that kind of stuff. You know re kind of you know bring an old series back but you know remake it and stuff it reminds me of the uh kind of thing resident evil got would be resident evil 1 remake you know it stayed true to its roots but they just made it that much better you know more better graphics and all that kind of stuff so i love it when they do that kind of thing so yeah big it up for a <laughs> or george uh, should i say
0: gary what do you think of this i'm excited that they
2: went and uh, went ahead and remade it. Um, I was a huge fan of the first two games, not so much of uh, Munch's Odyssey and, and Stranger's Wrath, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm probably not going to buy it because I, I have a feeling it's going to be free on PS Plus. So <laughs> uh, I just don't have time to play that kind of game right now. So. But I am excited that, that it did come out finally because I know they've been working on it for a very long time. It's
0: about two years
2: yeah, so... Wow, two uh, whatever years. Happened, I do want to know, whatever happened to uh, Oddworld uh, Inhabitants or whatever the, that studio was called that made those games?
0: No idea. That's They're, a good
2: question. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of like disappeared and nobody ever
0: heard from them again. <laughs> I, I, I'll blame Microsoft.
1: Microsoft again?
0: <laughs> well, they disappeared they, after they became Microsoft exclusive. Hmm. Glenn, are you, are you gonna be purchasing Oddworld? World? Are you not. gonna
3: follow probably, me? Probably not. It's thirty dollars. I mean, I'm—I've kind of got a lot of stuff to buy. <laughs> you know, I, um, I've got Drive Club. Well, I, I might be reviewing that, so we'll see. Um, I've got uh, Destiny that I'm trying to go for. There are just too many games coming out, and. Um, unfortunately, Oddworld. While it looks intriguing, um, probably not going to buy it just yet. But congratulations, congratulations, excuse me, to Just Add Water, um, for finally getting this done and out there. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that they're they're happy that this game is finally in a, in a state where it's ready to be launched after so long working on it.
0: Also, um just remember that it is a Yorkshire based company. Yorkshire Yorkshire's because 'cause I'm from Yorkshire.
1: What, Jaw? Yeah, Jaw. Just add water right, from
0: Yorkshire.
1: Cool. Oh um, Oddworld Inhabitants isn't um dead. They are still around. They're just more in a like advisory role for um just add water like guiding them uh, with the Oddworld franchise. Uh, what the uh, hell have you been good. doing
2: for the past ten, fifteen years?
1: Uh, well I did make um, Escaping they, from
0: Roger Farms
1: <laughs> They did do Munch's Odyssey and all that kind of stuff Because they were with, partnered with Microsoft And that was in the early That was in like the mid 2000s last That was not like the original I mean, Xbox though Yeah that came out, uh, Stranger's Wrath was released in um, uh, Like 2004 Or 2005 and they made that So it's been it's, uh, they, You know they've been around they, they made something in the last like decade But I don't know what they were doing after that But they're not dead, that's the main thing, they're still around they're just not really. Wow. They're not actively making games like you know like they were before. They're just um, but, but at the moment they're involved with um, helping out just add water because they you know got the whole um, they're they're making multiple games in the War franchise now. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm interested about this. To be honest, also remember if it sells um, two hundred fifty thousand copies. Yeah. It, they will be working on Abe's Exodus using the money they make.
1: They've they, they said that, have they? Yeah. Oh, wicked.
0: And if it sells 500,000 copies, they'll be working on the next Oddworld game that was supposed to be made but got cancelled. Oh, uh, sweet. Squeak's Odyssey.
2: Squeak's Odyssey. Yeah. Or they can just go ahead and do that instead of remaking Exodus.
0: Well, it's, it's going it'll be cheaper for them to remake Exodus, so that's why they're doing that.
1: Cheap cool assets. cool cool that's always good to know
0: yeah because what I think what they, they're they doing is the fact that if they can ha- make enough money to remake Exodus the money extra they'll have from the remake and the the new remake will be enough for the new, cu- the new game if they don't make enough from this alone alright but I'm not them so I can't really say everything <laughs> I, c- I can't go yes this is what they will do because I said so I wish that would happen Anyway, I think I think we've pretty much covered all our reviews. Yep. Um, so let's go on to a kind of sort of topic of the week. The Last of Us. Um, so the remastered version should be out by now by the time this goes live. Unless you live in Europe, in which case it'll be soon out by now. Um, yeah. Uh, basically, they've announced that it has a remastered photo mode where you can press the L3 button down, and then, well, the left stick, sorry say, but that's the L3 button, which yeah. will pause the action and allow players to take advantage of features such as colour filters, a word I can't say, need tea? <laughs> <virginity, laughs> and filter view to compose the perfect shots before uploading them via the share button. That, that, that share button that's broken for me makes me sad um here's one of the screenshots taken blah 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 which you can look at psu.com um you guys looking forward to the photo mode
1: um i didn't really play um in, i didn't play second son so that's got the what? photo mode. i didn't play second son because that's what oh, yeah. the photo mode has not yeah. it and that's where this takes after so i can't really comment so i don't really know what i'm uh in uh kind of info here but it looks pretty I've seen the previews and stuff and it does look pretty cool. Um oh yeah just uh <laughs> that just so you uh the uh, the alien um word you were trying to read I think it's vignettes. <laughs>
0: okay
1: vignettes. No yes. it's,
3: it's
0: it's vignettes.
1: Yes.
3: Vignettes.
0: I said it right
1: somehow. <laughs> I have always pronounced it vin- vignettes. <laughs> no it's vignettes.
3: Vignettes. Oh, right. yes. Engl-
1: English
3: is a stupid language don't forget that.
1: <laughs> yeah it's yeah. Oh, I hate all this Ma- Oh damn, we say things differently here over in America, and it's just so confusing. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I don't really have much. Of- I think it's a cool feature, but I don't. I haven't used anything like this before, so I'll probably have a play around with it. Definitely, um, I'm looking forward to this game, though. You know, in the wider context, I can't wait.
0: Gary and Glenn, what do you think about this amazing news?
3: Uh, the I photo think- mode in Infamous Second Son was really, really great. Um, because there was, in, in Infamous Second Son, there was so much that, you know, would be worth taking a picture of. Like, you, you find little things, like you find Sly Cooper everywhere. Um, and you do those uh, spray paintings. I like taking pictures of those. And, I mean, even just walking around, you see, you stand on top of a building, you see a, a really awesome scene around you, and you want to get a good picture of it. And the photo mode um, is actually pretty intuitive. I mean, you have, you can control depth of field. Uh, zoom all, all filters, all sorts of stuff, and it's really cool. So I am definitely welcoming, especially for something like the share function um, that PlayStation Four has. This is a great way to promote using that. So I, I'm I'm happy to see this go to more games, and props to Sucker Punch for getting it started.
0: And Gary, what do you think of this? I
2: think it's phenomenal news. Um, the the photo mode on. Infamous Second Son was great. If you guys can go and see some of the pictures people have taken in that game, they just look incredible. They look like high-quality images that like Sucker Punch would release themselves to promote their games. Um, it allows you to capture these small details that you just would never notice when, when there's so much stuff going on on screen all the time. Um, I'm super excited for it because The Last of Us is an incredible-looking game. Uh, It was incredible on the PS3, and it looks even better on the PS4. So, being able to capture all these small details now—you know, filter them however you want, uh, move the camera around however you want—it's—it's going to be incredible, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Plus, by having the photo mode, you can also make sure that you can turn your graph, your frame rates, um, because what's good. Naughty Dog announced the fact that you can lower the frame rate in The Last of Us Remastered from for 60 frames down to 30 frames per seconds, and then you can see higher detail shadow models. Whether this will automatically happen in the photo mode or whether you actually still have to activate it is another question, but it'd be interesting to see if it does. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, if you'd rather play the game in 30 frames per seconds. Instead of the sixty frames per second, so you can see uh, slightly better graphics than the other person. Only slightly. <laughs> uh, which I think again Infamous did, didn't it? It let you cap the frames. Yes. Or so. Um I don't think Infamous
2: was sixty frames. I think that you went from thirty down to something else. I'm not one hundred percent sure though.
0: No, it was it was uncapped at sixty frames, Infamous. Oh, okay. But I think it averaged at 49. It never actually really averaged at 60. Mm-hmm. But you could cap it at 30, so then it did cap at 30. Um, at least that's what I remember anyway, whether that's trues or not. Um, we'll see. Uh, Glenn, any opinion on this? On these 30 frames as per second?
3: Uh, yeah, but I've already talked about it like a billion times the whole frames per second. Like, frames per second, gamers flip out over frames per second because, just really because of one-upsmanship. They want this console to be able to do better than that console, this game to be able to do better than that game. Um, And everything's about numbers, and everything's about, you know, highest everything possible. But that's not always what's best. Um, That's not always what works the best. Um, Sometimes it depends on what kind of story you're trying to tell. So, and, you know, I I think, personally, I think Last of Us is a game that would benefit more from 30 frames per second than it would from 60 frames per second, because you have a lot of, um, you don't have a lot of, you know, high vista type things. You, you have um, sometimes close quarters, you have a lot of close action going on, so 60 frames per second doesn't really do anything huge for a game like The Last of Us. Um, it's good cushioning against frame rate drops, should there be any. Um, but again, this is a PS3 game remastered for PS4, so I feel like frame rate drops should be non-existent. And I, I think that yeah, when you when you lower the frame rate, you give the game the capability to do more. Um, you you because it's not trying to push out twice the, it's not trying to push out more less quality, uh, more lower quality images. It's able to create a very, very good amount of high quality images instead. So I, I think that 30 frames per second, 30, 60 frames per second, you know, either way, it, it's just fine. 30 frames per second, you'll get a little better quality, not surprising. And I definitely think that more people should push, uh, should choose, I should say, should choose to watch, uh, to play the game in 30 frames per second for the higher quality.
0: Now, has it been confirmed that it's in full 1080p? Yes, it has. Yeah, it's 4, all 1080p, the P's. 60
1: frames per second. What, The Last of Us Remastered?
0: Yes. Yeah, def-
1: yeah definitely. That's been confirmed. Okay,
0: yeah. good. So it's all the 1080p's. So you have all your all your P's right there. P's um, and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's your 1080p's right there and your 60 frames per second. Do, do you guys know what the P in 1080p means? Uh, pixel, isn't it? No. Oh, um, I know it's based on the lines on the screen.
1: Yeah, I, I do. I, oh, I I know it. It's just not. It's not coming to me.
3: It's it means progressive. there's ah. uh, there's, there's interface and there's uh, me interface. There's interlace That's... and there's progressive. Um, yeah, interlace being the former standard and progressive being the newer standard. Um, I guess I, I guess on RDGH I can explain them a little more. But... Cool.
0: well, you can explain them now if you want. There's no real. Not a real issue. Um, you, can, you can explain to the PlayStation owners all the P's okay. and, and some of the I's, maybe.
3: So there are two different um, ways to scan uh, an image on a screen. There's interlaced and there's progressive. Interlaced is what there was before this whole big flat screen HDTV movement. Everything's in 16 by 9 aspect ratio. Um, basically, what it means is that when you have a... Uh, a frame on, and, and you 're looking at it and in interlaced um, what 's happening is that the TV is scanning every other line okay so, so that every other line of pixels so there are seven hundred say there are seven hundred and twenty pixels um, you will, the, uh-huh. the TV will scan half of those, and that will create something called a field, which is basically just half of the pixels. Um, every other read every other one and then it'll go back and get the others that it missed before and create another field so what you're so what you're actually looking at is two fields put together to um, or or, you know displayed very very quickly to show one image Uh, that's interlaced progressive doesn't do that progressive just simply scans every line one after the other to create one full image Um, and that's what you're seeing when you look at progressive So, um, progressive definitely offers high quality because you're not seeing two images kind of superimposed, um, or two half-completed images superimposed like you would be with interlaced. So, 1080p is, 1080 is just the resolution, um, it refers to the height, uh, 1920 is the width, so 1920 by 1080 is 1080, um, is the resolution used for 1080p, I should say. And then progressive, uh, the, the P and the I are just the way the TV scans the image. So 1080 is one thing, and then P is a completely different thing. Well, the more you know, P-S-U. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: so anyway, that's, it's not much of a topic of the week. In fact, it's going to be a small, pretty small podcast this week. Um, we'll go over to uh, Glenn, actually. What have you been playing?
3: What have I been playing?
0: And what have you been playing? Um, work. Wow, that, that sounds, is it, is it a new simulator? Can I doubt how much it? Take? Is <laughs> work
2: it
0: on, simulator. Is it on early access?
3: I, I, I happen to love my job. I happen to love working for Universal, but, you know, it's just work, and uh, it's, it's somewhat physical. I'm walking around, moving around a lot, and so, you know, I come home and I'm tired, and I just turn on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and I watch an episode or two, and I go to sleep. <laughs> But but I
0: I think the main question, I think the thing that's been on our mind since the first time we found out you were working at Universal, I think this is a burning question that every viewer has had. Do you finally have milk for those British people's teas?
3: (laughs) You know, this isn't my first time. Okay, this is not the first time that I've worked at Universal. I worked there in 2009. And at that point, I worked in a restaurant. This time, I do something different. But at that point, I worked in a restaurant. And keep in mind that this is Universal Orlando, so it's in central Florida during the summer, and it's like 157 degrees outside. And we'll go into the restaurant, and, and, and people will come into the restaurant, people from England, and they'll come up to me and say, do you have any hot tea? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's, I'm like, well, actually, yeah, we do, because we get that quite a bit. And, but it's, it's like, what would you possibly want with hot tea? except to use as a weapon in, state, in, in Florida in the summertime. <laughs> what could you possibly want with hot tea? But no, they'll, they'll come up all the time. Do you have any hot tea? Uh, do you have any milk? And so, oh, um, yes. yeah, we, we give them hot tea and we give them milk because that's what they want. And, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it just blows my mind. Like, how could you possibly? Like, you guys think that 60-something degrees is warm, is hot. I mean, to come down to Florida and ask for, hot, ask for hot tea when it's baking outside is just, oh my goodness. These, these guys are dedicated to tea. Like tea, I, tea I is a way of well. life. Tea is a, it's not just a drink. It's a subculture. It's a way of life that these guys must, that these, these amazing people from England must um, adhere to. Because that's the only way I can explain their, their affinity for tea during the summer in Florida.
0: <laughs> I drank it while I was in Texas. It's, it's nice.
3: I mean, if you've spent the day inside, then sure, you know, a, a, a cup of soup or a cup of tea, you know. But out, you, these guys have been walking around outside in the heat all day. And then they come in and ask for tea and it just amazes me. Do they have biscuits as well? Well, cookies. Well, I'm not. Well, depending on where you go, I mean, you can find cookies everywhere.
0: Yes, tea and tea and biscuits.
3: <laughs> it's the food of the gods.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger would have something to say about all them cookies. Yeah, <laughs> put that
0: cookie down!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you took it out of my... Yeah. Put that cookie down! No! <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness. <laughs>
3: uh, uh,
0: awesome. And let's let's go to Mike now, actually, then. What, uh-huh. have, you, what have you been playing?
1: Um... I've been playing a few games again. I've just been on... Well, today I've actually been on Battlefield 4 again. Nearly finished that up, One before last mission. Um, uh, actually, someone might be able to help me here. I don't, Is one of the many issues with that game... Uh, is it possible that it can sometimes delete your save file? Yes. Because I lost my progress in one of the games. I didn't lose the whole file, so I didn't start again. But oh, I... Yeah, I lost my checkpoint, basically. So I was really kind of annoyed about that I was like oh that's one of those Battlefield 4 glitches but yeah I managed to get through all that Um, played some more uh, finished up a game on Resident Evil Remake I'll probably give that a a bit of a rest now because I've been on it a hell of a lot (laughs) it's like five times through it Um, I've been on GTA Liberty City uh, Vice City Stories because I want to finish that up Um, Destiny Beta and also most interestingly I've also been on the Evolve Um, I was looking I was lucky enough to go 2K and something else as well, but I can't talk about that because it's under embargo. But yeah, I played Evolve for two solid hours. Um, I know we have to wrap soon, so I'll make the coup. Basically, Evolve, four hunters against a monster. So there's four players against a human player who's controlling the monster. I managed to go through all four different um, classes. So that's support, medic, trapper, and uh, attack. All of them are different all of them have different roles. Obviously, Medic keeps people alive. The attacker is based on damage, all that kind of stuff. And the monster is actually the Kraken, which is a new one they've introduced. Um, it can fly. It can, um, it can shock you with electricity. Drop these kind of like plasma-like bombs. And you basically, has to spend most of the time eating wildlife so it can evolve and become stronger. Um, it's a great game. I didn't know much about this game at all. And it really is awesome. You, it's, it's so tactically satisfying and rewarding. When you work together... To like, um, you know, splitting off, coming together, and then trying to trap it there. If you're using each person, uh, each each member of the team, their individual strengths coming together. They're not too caught on their own. But when you bring them together and you communicate, it really it really works. It is very co- uh, you form kind of a cohesion uh, cohesive unit um, between all all four of you, and it really does work well. You know, it's, it's, um, we actually managed to win? It was three two. In favour of a kraken at the end, I got to go as the kraken. Um, I didn't win, but it was fun. It was really good. It's def- it's a hell of it's it, it's a hell of a different um, uh, challenge playing is for kraken because of the way it simply is is a giant monster, you know. And you have to like it's not you don't feel overpowered, you know. You still have to fight you Know to get the upper hand, but you it is really cool with the different like powers you get and everything because you have skill points for hunters and the kraken and uh, the monster does, and it's it's just really cool. You have to adapt different strategies and everything once you work out all the kinks, it's really really cool. And um, obviously, you have to um, the way you attack these guys, you're against four people, you know, so um, but um, the attacks are very much um, they're they're tailored to that, like they're you know more. They deal more damage across, you know, a bigger area and stuff, more splash damage and everything. And so it's um that it was really actually really, really cool playing um those two different sides of a coin, if you like. So yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Read my my preview will be up by the time this thing, uh, this podcast is up. So check it out, guys. Just do a quick search, evolve, and read my thoughts on that. So yeah. Um that's about all. Uh but yeah, evolve. Look out uh, for it. Oxford so you tell
0: me told me when you were playing Battlefield, you had to get to the chopper.
1: Yeah, I did, yeah. Get to the chopper! <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's all from me anyway on uh, the game's front.
0: And finally, last but not least, Gary, what have you been playing?
2: I have been playing Destiny Beta, like I've I've talked about already. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Looking <gasps> on my Black Mage now. Woohoo! Where? And I've also been playing Rainbow Moon on my Vita, which is a very fun indie RPG. Um, I, I've I already, heard that, yeah. um, I'm also still grinding away on uh, Breville Default. Uh, it's taken a long time to get through that game, surprisingly. Um, but other than that, that is all I've been playing.
0: Uh, sweet. Well, uh, to be honest, I've been playing a lot of Odd World, as, as we know from the fact that I've been playing Pharma Simulator 2014, obviously, the greatest game ever made. And I, be, I play a bit of Destiny. B. I got the legendary ship from the Iron Banner event, so that's pretty cool. Um, and I've been playing Fantasy fourteen a lot, actually. Uh, well, I know, shocking. Uh, uh, Gary, I'm now a level forty seven fisherman.
2: Wow, man, that's just sad.
0: A level forty seven <laughs> fisherman.
2: This guy wants to level up all the worst classes in the game, just so you can cook better stuff.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, I hope to get fifty in the next couple of days. So that'd be interesting to see. Um, apart from that, that's all I've been playing. Really, I've been, I've been, uh, Well, I got fan tickets for Final Fantasy for September, so I need to save my monies. Not October. Oh, cool.
1: that's going on. That's some um, happening then, is it?
0: Yeah, I got. I bought. I got the tickets. So yeah. Uh, so that's what I've been playing recently. It's it's not very exciting. Um, I don't think we got any emails this week.
1: No, I just checked. We don't No, no emails this week. Uh,
0: so that's pretty much wrapping up this week's podcast. Um, uh, Gary, how can the fellow listeners contact you or stalk you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can stalk me on Twitter at gaglaush, That's G A G L A U S H, or you can email me on um, PSU. Email, that's Gary at PSU dot com, G-A-R-R-I.
3: And Glenn, how how can they stalk you? On Twitter at goglen underscore, at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore, or by email at glenn.gordon at PSU dot com. Of course, also follow PlayStation Universe at P-S-U-D-O-T-C-O-M at PSU dot com, spelled out as we established earlier. Um... And just give us your thoughts. Let us know what you thought about what we talked about this episode and what you would like to hear more of in the world of PlayStation gaming.
0: Yep. Um, nice. And Mike, how, how can they follow you? Because they can't stalk you because of tw- my Twitter.
1: Well, no, you can, you can stalk me, talk to me or flirt at <laughs> mike.haridance at psu.com.
0: Okay. And you can contact me uh, or you can run away from me at chili <laughs> underscore uk or ben dot at psu.com or Chili on nail gas or Chili on psn um that is that is the ways you can contact me uh does anyone have any shout outs by the way greg uh, yeah, uh oh, oh sorry
1: no. um, yeah sorry because it's fresh in my mind yeah i like to give a shout out to the guys i met at the uh uh, my teammates on involved. There was um, there was so many. Oh yeah, you'll be pleased to know Ben. There were about three Bens at this event. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The, um, we are everywhere. Yeah. The two K guys. The two K guys, Matt and Ben, were awesome. Uh, there was a Ben from PC World. Ben. Uh, there was a Ben from Edge. Uh, a, girl, um, a young lady called Di- I think it was Diana from um. I I didn't catch what she so uh, she was from. There was another chap called Will who were really really cool. So I'm um, teaming up with them on Evolve was fantastic, so you guys rock. That was a great time, thanks very much. And the usual guys, you know, Fons, Don, my mate Richard, all our listeners, all the PSU staff. That was
0: about it. Uh, Gary? Uh, no shout-out from me. Okay, well, shout you, um no shout outs from me really this week, to be honest. Um, so that's it for episode 49 of PlayStation Unchained. Um,
1: Almost I there.
0: Hope, <laughs> I hope you... Hope you make sure you're here for next week for our our big fiftieth episode. We've finally reached a five zero. We I, I just, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's come around really quickly, hasn't it?
0: Um, so I think I think we'll end it in a nice, simple, relaxing, calming, nice, simple, memorable line. I mean, it's a it's, statement. It's, Given a lot of power to everyone over the years, and over the months, and it's just an amazing sentence that everyone should listen to. And I think, I think I'll say it right now. I think, I think, I think. Thank God for me.
1: <laughs> Cheerio.